What's up, everybody? Trevor here with Carrot, coming at you with a special, special edition of the Carrot Cast. And this is actually the second episode of the Carrot Cast I've recorded today. I've recorded one earlier today with an amazing client, RJ Bates. Oh, man, that guy's crushing it. Multiple million dollar a year business. Um, crushing with carrot, crushing everywhere else. And it really inspired me. And I'm actually, the reason this is special is this. Um, it's about, shoot, two and a half hours away from my 36th birthday. Um, I'm sitting on the porch of my parents' house in Klamath Falls, Oregon, at the house I grew up in in my high school years. And we, we moved here in my, in my freshman year in high school, uh, drinking a little bit of uh, Jameson with my pops and uh, and just thinking a little bit, thinking a little bit about why are we doing what we're doing? And and I, I recorded an episode just recently on hustling, on grinding. And I just had that one with RJ today on on goals. And he set his uh, own goal, you know, of 100,000 net passive income a month. And I asked him why, like, why is that important? And really digging myself. And um, I just want to throw some real stuff at you. You know, uh, like I said, this is this is just kind of a more subdued but serious and, all, and awesome. Like, let's do some soul searching this episode of the Caracast, y'all. All right. And um, I think oftentimes, like, I've said this many times, but oftentimes w- when we start something, we start a new business, we're doing it because we're running away from something. Some people are running towards something. Um, some people are running towards a dream, towards something, you know, a, a vision, a mission, a, a goal. And many people are running away from something. I'd say most entrepreneurs are running away from a job they don't like, away from an income situation they don't like, away from not controlling their destiny. They don't feel like they're in control. They're running away from something. That's not a bad thing. I was doing the same thing. I was running away from having to get a job out of out of high school and out of college. I never got a job. I've never had a real job in my life other than working for my parents in high school. And um, that's what I was running away from. I was running, running away from having to have a job. And I'm like, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm going to figure this thing out. And now I'm running towards something. You know, the last three years I've been running towards something. And what what I'm running towards is this movement, is this mission, is the ability to, to amplify leaders like yourself, to amplify entrepreneurs, because I know entrepreneurs are the ones who change the world. Entrepreneurs are the ones who go out there and make the impact. Entrepreneurs are the ones who are going to be the ones donating tons of money to causes that are doing the things that matter. Entrepreneurs are the ones that are going to be the ones investing in your communities, in businesses, in innovation, and making things happen, okay? So I, I so, so, so want to unlock you as an entrepreneur so you can go out there and make bigger things happen. It's not about helping you get more leads. It's not about helping you get more deals. That's the, that's the, the vehicle that helps you get there. What I want to help you do is, is un, unleash you to make a bigger impact through entrepreneurship as the AC kicks on behind me. I'm sitting outside on the back deck, insanely clear evening here in Southern Oregon. No wind right now. We're going zipline. My, my pops and myself and my wife are going zipline tomorrow morning. It's going to be awesome. So let me throw a couple things at you, though, because um, I, I have a lot of friends who have McLarens, Ferraris, Porsches, things like that. Teslas, nothing wrong with that. Okay, nothing wrong with that at all. Um, I would love a Tesla someday and it's not that I don't have the income for it. I could, I could buy one. I could pay cash for one now and be just fine. It wouldn't impact my, my, my bank account. But the thing is, I don't really want one right now. I don't need one. Um, I don't know. I just, I just don't yearn for that stuff. Right. I I think, I think the second that, the, the second that you start buying a bunch of stuff like that for validation, the second that you start buying a bunch of stuff like the fancy car, the, the Rolex, um, things like that for validation. 
rather than your love of the actual product. Like if you love the craft of the product, if you love that product, if you're just in love with a 19, you know, 59 Corvette or 1963 Corvette, like I am that, that era of Corvettes, like the 58 through 62, 63. Okay. That for me, like I really just love those vehicles. So for me, I would be buying it because I want to fulfill something that I truly, truly, truly just want to, I just want to drive the darn thing. I love them. But if you're buying the Ferrari, the McLaren or the big house or the Rolex or whatever, um, and this is an internal gauge, you, you, you've got to check yourself. If, if even more than 25% of that is to please others or to make yourself cooler in others' eyes, I can guarantee you that's a losing game. It's a losing game. It's a fleeting moment. It's a fleeting moment of pleasure. That's a fleeting moment of a win. And what's going to happen is as soon as that validation wears away, you're going to go get something else. And there's always going to be something else. There's going to be a new toy. There's going to be another car. You're going to be on your fifth Ferrari, your fifth whatever it is. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be something else. Um, I'm still driving my 2012 uh, GMC pickup. I need to get a new one. Yeah, I, I, It runs amazing. I love the truck. But I need to get the crew cab or whatever the heck they call it, the one that's bigger in the cab because I just didn't get enough space, right? And I'm not saying this to brag, but, guys, I've got plenty of money to do all that stuff. But I don't want to do it because... I don't really give a crap about that stuff. So what I want to, what I want to really lay out to you guys is this. And, and, um, it, it, it's a couple quick things and I haven't, I wouldn't say that I've mastered this. Okay. There's times where I fall back into this as well. But the second, like I said, the second you're buying that fancy stuff for validation is the second you're in a losing game. Also, the second that you're afraid of losing what you've already got. Like if, if you're, if you're, if you're afraid and you're protecting what you've already gained, if you're afraid and you're protecting the money you've earned, the things that you've bought, the things that you've, you've acquired, you're in a losing game because you're already in the glass half full mindset. You're in the glass half full mindset at that point. Okay. You're buying the things for validation possibly. And if you're trying to, if you're so focusing and scared on protecting the success you've gained, you're not loving the process. And that's what I want everyone to get to is loving the process. When you love the process, y'all, when you love the, the craft of what you're doing, when you love the game of what you're doing, when you love the people that you're impacting, that's when you win. That's when you win, okay? And and that's that's where I've gotten to. I wasn't always that way, okay? I wasn't always that way. And, I, and I'm not going to – I don't want anyone to feel guilty for buying the Rolex. I don't want anyone to feel guilty for getting the Ferrari, getting the Tesla, or getting the big house, okay? None of that stuff. Okay, none of that. You should not feel guilty of it. You should feel insanely proud of the opportunity to do that. So I want to love on you for a second there. But the second that you're protecting what you got versus enjoying the process and marching toward a mission, marching toward a movement that you can be a part of or you can create, the second you switch back into protecting what you've got glass half empty, is the second you lose, the second you start to have stress, the second you start to, to, to be on edge, it's the second you start to second guess your business decisions, it's the second you start to be a lot more present at work and not at home, it's the second you start to wonder, man, am I making those right decisions? Learn to love the craft, y'all. Okay, for me, the part that I love the most, and I'm not going to say that I'm in this all the time, probably probably 30% of the time in my work, I'm not in this, okay? And I'm not happy in that 30% of the time because... I'm always looking at, man, what's that marketing campaign I need to do? What's the thing here? You know, I'm looking at tactical stuff all the time. But when I really pull back and someone threw this question at me and I loved it because it really hit me. When I really pull back and go, okay, 
in the morning when I show up, when I'm in the, when I'm in the tactical mindset of, okay, what do I need to do to hit this goal and hit this metric and nail this thing and march on bigger growth and hit this bigger growth line. When I'm in that tactical mode, the thing I've got to do when I get to the office, I, I sit down and go, I go, okay, who do I need to show up for today? Who do I need to absolutely show up for today to change your life? And I've, I've got this avatar in my mind. And that avatar for me is a person who's done some real estate deals or they're in business. It's a person who um, has had some sort of success. They, they, they've had some income in, in the level that, that they're doing what they're doing. And for some reason, they're stuck. You know, they're stuck in a way that they don't have that freedom, the flexibility, the the, the impact and the finances that they were looking for when they became an entrepreneur. We all become entrepreneurs for these things. I'm really hammering this into people that, that we, we, we look for freedom. We look for flexibility. We look for the finances that can come with it. And we want to make an impact. We can't get there without being pre, uh, predict, uh, without a consistent, predictable lead flow. And I say that all the time, right? But the thing is, you can't have the freedom. You can't have the flexibility. You can't make the impact if you're always in the tactical mindset. And the thing that I show up to now, like whenever I get in the 30% of the time when I'm thinking tactical and, and, and about the goals and not about the people, not about the mission, not about the movement, is I literally sit down and, down and close my eyes and go, okay, who do I need to show up to today? There's Mark. You know, he's a guy over in Philly. And this is this is not a real person. It's a fake person, by the way. You know, there's Mark. He's in Philly. And he's he's doing one to two deals a month and he's stressed his, his his wife at home you know she's really proud of her husband but but they're still on edge a little bit they haven't really reached that dream yet they they the, his friends think he has his friends are envious of the of the the real estate investing that he's doing and they're going i want the same thing but they don't have the guts to stick out there and take that risk and um but mark also has some detractors you know he's got some people who are who are who are kind of casting th- some things in him hey are, are you sure it's smart to be doing this right now it's the top of the market are you sure you should be doing this what about this that's taking some big risks and what mark is fearful of deep down is he doesn't know how long this is going to last he doesn't know what the next moves he should make he doesn't know if his business is going to be here this time next year or if it's going to be low, smaller or bigger and that's the entrepreneur i want to show up for it every day I want to show up for Mark. I want to show up for, you know, on the other side of it, Julie in Florida, where Julie is a woman in business and she's, she, she feels it's a male dominated, dominated world. And she's got something to prove, you know, she's, she's got to go out there and really probably do twice as much work and twice as much validation as, as Mark has to do in his market. And Julie's showing up and she's probably a mother possibly. And she's got the full-time income. She's got a high demand job. She's really high performing. People look up to her in a big way. And she's also got a family life and other expectations there that males that we don't have. And she's got the same insecurities. Hey, my building a business is consistent. My building a business is predictable. I have a lifestyle. Am I going to be able to retain that lifestyle? Okay, am I building something that's going to last or is this only while the market's hot? And I'm speaking to Julie too. Okay, so how do I really help Mark and Julie? And that's what I, that's what I literally sit down in the, in the office and do every day is, okay, what do I need to do today to help them? How do I help them get more consistency? How do I help them get more predictability? How do I help them build momentum in their business so they can finally feel that, that freedom, that flexibility, the, the, the finances and the impact that can come from it? Because I can guarantee you, the finance part is the least important part of the whole equation. Now, you can say to me, okay, it's easy for you to say that now that you've got that figured out, right? Well, I just recorded an episode that I deleted two days ago on um, cycling. And us as entrepreneurs, we cycle. 
okay, real estate markets have cycles. Um, uh, financial markets have cycles. Us as entrepreneurs, we have cycles. In 2011 and 12, I cycled as an entrepreneur. That was like the perfect time to get into real estate. It was the perfect time to get into the business we're in today. And so that was right before Carrot started. But the thing is, I was miserable. I was making some money, but I wasn't happy. I was personally cycling as an entrepreneur in my happiness, my focus. I wasn't focused. And that's normal for us entrepreneurs to go through. We will cycle. And if you're insanely pumped about your business today and you feel like there's there's goals and you're, there's metrics you're hitting, if you don't have a mission that connects you at your core that you wake up to every single day that is your mission, you're loving the process, you're loving the craft, you will cycle sooner than later. You will cycle. And cycling is not a bad thing. We're all going to cycle multiple times on entrepreneur careers. We just need to be ready for it. But cycling can be extended. You don't have to cycle every six months, every year, every three years. And the way you protect against that is by knowing why you are working, knowing why you're getting up in the morning to do the work. Who is it that you are showing up for? Are you showing up for the goal? Are you showing up for the ego? Are you showing up to buy the Rolex, the Ferrari, the thing that that, that you think that when you buy that's going to validate you and that's going to make you happy? If you're showing up for that, you're going to cycle sooner than later. Okay, you're going to cycle sooner than later. You're going to be less happy sooner than later. You are going to cycle. If you're showing up in the morning for the person on the other end to, to make a movement, to change people's lives, to, to create a butterfly effect where... Every action that you take every day and everyone that you bring into your fold to inspire you on your mission and vision, that every single person that captures that, that they then impact other people. If you do that, it's going to take you a lot longer to cycle. And that's a good thing, y'all, because the longer you can have to build momentum in something, the bigger the impact, the bigger the finances that come with it, too. And I don't want people to think about, hey, Trevor's all about, you know, you know, uh, being a miser and stuff like that. Okay. I love money just as much as the next person. I love money. This is the next person. Okay. One of my goals, um, was to make it, you know, was to make a million bucks before I was 30. I didn't, I made a million bucks by the time I was 31, 32. Okay. Then my next goal that I wrote down was to build a business that, that I could someday possibly, if I wanted to sell her, that was worth over 10 million. I did that before I was 34. Okay. And then the next thing, my, my next one is I really want to build something of value of at least a hundred million dollars. Now, the reason I'm saying that, it could be carrot, it could be something different. I don't know and I don't care because I love the process. And the reason I'm even saying that isn't because of ego. It's because I now understand that the bigger the thing, the bigger the vehicle I can build, the bigger the impact, y'all. Okay, it's not about me having a jet. I'm probably still going to be driving the damn 2012 GMC pickup, black uh, extended cab GMC pickup with half a freaking... Um, you know, half a freaking bed of dirt in the back of it for the past month because we've been planting planter boxes in our house. Like, I'm probably still going to have that house if and when I achieve a $100 million valuation company, okay? And so it's not about the money for me. I am going to have a 1961, 63 <laughs> Corvette. I'm going to have that in the garage, okay? Because I just love that. I love the craftsmanship of it. I just love that vehicle. I love that era. But for me, what I'm not going to have is I'm not going to have the Rolex. That doesn't fire me up. If that fires you up, sweet, get the damn Rolex. Get, get 10 of them. I don't care. Okay. For me, I'm not going to have the Ferrari. I'm probably going to rent one for a day, but I can give a crap to buy one. For me, that's the, that's the Chevy because I'm not, not looking for validation with my things. I'm looking for impact with my actions. Okay. I'm not looking for, for validation with my things. I'm looking for impact with my actions and with my time. And the only reason to build a business to be a $100 million valuation, I already have everything that I want. An amazing family. Faith in God. 
um, more money in the bank than I thought it would at this time. Um, an amazing community, amazing team of, of people at Carrot that I just am so passionate about where they're going in life. An amazing community of customers, an amazing family, our dream property. I've got those things. Health, knock on wood. Okay, so what is a $100 million $100 million valuation going to do for me that a $20 million valuation isn't? It's impact. It's, it's the love of the process. It's making a greater impact with the time that I'm here. So while I wrap this up, this is not hating on the things you're passionate about, the things that truly give you long-lasting joy of the craftsmanship, of the process by which it was created. Okay? If you've had that Ferrari poster on your post on your wall ever since you were a, a, an eight-year-old, and you just love the visual of it, you love the feeling of it, you love the craftsmanship of it, get the darn Ferrari if and when you get the chance. Okay? But if you're buying it to turn heads on the street, if you're buying it for validation, if you're talking to your parents, your friends, your family about your business for validation, you're in a cycle. You're going to cycle really fast. You're going to be miserable pretty fast, even if you've got those things. And I want you to look deeper. I want you to look and ask that question every single day you go to work. Close your eyes, sit at your desk, wherever you are, and say, who do I need to show up for today? Who do I need to show up for today? Who's that person that's sitting there at their desk, sitting there in their coffee shop, sitting there in their car, sitting there at their house, that if you were able to connect with them and contact them in and help them with the knowledge set you have, you could change their life. Who's that person? And who do you need to show up for today? Tactics aren't going to get you there. Passion and strategy is. Tactics help, inst- help, help streamline it. Help streamline it. They help create systems and processes around it. But strategy, passion, focus, determination to reach every last thread of that population that you can impact, that's what's going to do it for you. Love the process, y'all. Okay? Buy the things, not for validation, but the things that you've been yearning for for your whole life because of the craftsmanship of the process. And then invest in process. Invest in process. Invest in process. Love the process of being an entrepreneur. All right? I'm going to wrap it up and, and read a magazine. Finish a little bit of Jameson here. Enjoy, enjoy the sunset that's going on. I'm looking at the stars. One thing for me that I love with my kids is, is I'll lay there in my in our yard and um, in the summers, in, in Oregon summers are amazing. Okay, if you have a chance to come to a carrot camp, we're having our next carrot camp here in September. Go to carrotcamp.com. We have a couple spots open as of the time that I'm recording this for carrot camp. Amazing high-level investors are already going to be here. are going to be here during these times with amazing, amazing starlit skies. And the thing that I love the most with my kids in the summer times at nighttime is we'll lay in the yard and look up at the sky. It's just crystal clear sky, stars everywhere like you've never seen. And we just look at the stars and we just look at, we just yearn at, you know, that's probably not the right word, that's weird. But we just like look at the sky and just like, oh my gosh, how insignificant are we? How insignificant are our problems? How insignificant the whole scheme of thing, things are all these goals we've got, are all these things, how insignificant are those, okay? But then what it also does on the flip side of it is it goes, oh my gosh, how significant is this time that we're living in? How significant can I be in the whole scheme of things? How significant, if I really try hard, 
can I be to impact all the other people right now in this world looking up at the stars and dreaming? Can I help them reach their dreams? That's significance, y'all. It has nothing to do with goals. It has nothing to do with the financial p and has nothing to do with the Rolex, the Ferrari, the big house. All right? So I love you guys. I want to see you guys go out there and make a big difference. I want to see you guys build businesses that matter, build consistency and predictability so you can finally have that freedom, the flexibility, the finances, make the impact that you want to make. Okay, we can help you get there. A part of that is a consistent, predictable lead flow. We can help you get there. If you're not a Carrot customer, go to oncarrot.com. Check us out. Come in the fold. I want to work with you. I'm passionate about working with you. Okay, if you are a Carrot customer and you're not getting those results, please, please, please buckle down. Leverage our team. Leverage our process. Leverage our system. We can help you get there. Okay, if there's anyone who's ever achieved what you want to achieve in the Carrot system, it can happen. We have thousands of customers who have done exactly what you want to do, including uh, RJ, who I interviewed today, who's going to do probably over $2 million in wholesale fees this year, and he has over 100 properties that he owns. How can I help you get there so you can be more significant? So when you look up in that sky with your children and you look at those stars and you go, man, look how big this world is. How insignificant are we? I want you to flip around and go, how significant can I be? And it's not with the things. It's with the impact. And it's with showing up every day going, who do I need to show up for today? All right. Have an amazing rest of the evening, the morning, the afternoon, wherever you're listening to this. Go to CarrotsCamp.com if you'd like to join us for our next Carrot Camp. I'd love to see you there. And y'all, be significant. You are significant. I want to see you crush it. I want to see you love life. I want to see you do things for not fleeting moments, but for lasting impact. And I'm here to help you. Talk soon. (music) 